All right, y'all, welcome back. This is episode 51 of Rows 1 through 10. Um, joined, as always, with my co-host, Travis. We just got back from Martinsville this week, um, and we got a special guest on this week, um, Zach Sprouse, driver of the number 86 Mini Cup at Dominion. So uh, what do you guys say this week? How you guys doing? Um, well, I'm doing pretty good, you know, coming off the end of the season. A little sad that it's over, but definitely learned a lot this year. Pretty happy uh, it happened. I think I'm still recovering from the drive back from Martinsville. Uh, <laughs> yeah, starting the, starting the week off when, when you get home at midnight is never, never a good way. It makes for a long week. I got back at 2.30 a.m. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I went to work imagine. at 6. So. Yeah, I can only imagine. But you're a trooper for it. Um, but, yeah, we'll dive into the, the 2021 Mini Cup season. Um, we started off racing. As uh, I should say, I mentioned, I, I know I kind of talk about it on here, that I do some spotting, do the spotting for Zach. Uh, he's our driver. Um, he's at North Stafford High School. Um, just turned 15, right? 16. 16. Just hey, turned 16. You're so young. Damn. Um, so, yeah. So we had we had some fun with it. We started off racing. I think it was like May. Is when we yeah, started. it was like the end of May. Yeah, and and we really had no idea what we were doing. We kind of just got into it and and have learned. Felt like we've learned something every week, and and we're able to tune the car throughout the year. And from May, we probably run in like top five, and then from there, we were able to start getting top threes. And then, sure enough, after that, we were basically a second place car week in and week out. Um, yeah, with the 12 car that beating us, <laughs> but yeah. we, we were able to get a couple wins under our belt. Uh, the last two features of the year, we found ourselves in victory. So, um, we have anything you say about those races? Um, well, you know, the first one definitely felt a little bit better than the second one. Um, cause you know, in the first one, we really just went out there and, you know, won it all, um, fair and square. And the second one, I guess we kind of won it fair and square, but we finished second on the track. So, you know, it, it, you know it's, it's weird to, like, finish second and then get the trophy for it. But, you know, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, sure it was it was weird for all of us, that, that second win. We were all kind of standing around for an hour, <laughs> sitting there tearing the car apart. And, like, I, I hope we win. I mean, so. And then, and then we, uh, and then, like, all over Facebook and stuff, they're like, Fred Daniels is the mini cup winner. And it's like. Well, that's not, not true, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we were subtweeting them that night, uh, throwing some shade at Dominion, uh, having some fun with it. Uh, yeah, like I said we had to wait around to the very end uh, of all the features. I think it was like a 10, 10 race night there at Dominion yeah. for the final night, and we waited around for all of them to end to get our victory lane pictures. Um, but it was well worth it. You had all your bandmates there, which was cool. Um, yeah, I got a picture from just about or just about. Got a picture for just about anybody who wanted him there. Yeah, that was that was definitely special. Uh, and you talk about the go back to your first win where we won it fair and square. That was that was a hard part battle with the 22. Um, we had to basically block him for the final probably 15 laps or so of that one and hold him off. Yeah. And he made a kind of a dive bomb to the inside coming to the checkered and made it close. Uh, so yeah, this it was it's been a fun season for sure. We are Zach is the rookie of the year. Um, so we look forward to getting that those honors. I think we're going to have a, an awards banquet in January. I get my fancy purple jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the Hoosier jacket? Yeah, I think it's a Hoosier jacket. 
Nice. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but but Dad was just like, you know, if you win Rookie of the Year, apparently you get this uh pretty cool Huser jacket at a at the awards banquet. That was a yeah. extra motivation. No doubt. No doubt. And, and for the Rookie of the Year, it was a hard fought battle. It came down to oh, the last yeah. race. I mean, and we had to beat the the lady we were battling for by two positions on the racetrack. So. It was a nail biter, um, especially that that day we were kind of fighting gremlins with the car all day, and we were able to okay. still pick up the win. Yeah, I mean, I I still don't know how our car was so fast in the race there. I mean, like, what we we barely even touched it. If anything, we went back on what we did all day and then ran the fastest lap we have all season. It was that car it was, was like rails. It yeah. was weird. It definitely, I think, it helped that we ran in the cooler temperatures. The car liked that yeah. a lot, but. Yeah, we definitely picked up something there at the end of the season, and it paid off. Yeah. I mean, like, we were looking at it, and I think in my first practice, my best lap was like a 21.4. And then that that night in the race, it was like a 20 flat, but all of my others were like a 20.4, and the 20 flat was because I basically cut half the track. Um, And so, like, we were looking at it, and then we looked to the last race, and we picked up from the first practice to the last race. We've picked up two seconds, wow, and a four tenths of a mile track. And I mean, like, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot, but in a in a nineteen in a nineteen second lap, it's two just two seconds is a hell of a lot. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's definitely interesting. I didn't didn't even think about that. Uh, I know that race you were running really good laps, but yeah, yeah it, was, it was fun all year. Um, had a lot of fun with it. We look to be running again next year. Um, so if you guys are in the area at Dominion Speedway, come out and check us out. Um, you got any sponsors you want to shout out while you're on here? Um. Well, you know, biggest one, obviously, Cowboy Jacks. Um, honestly, they're like half the reason I'm even on the track. You know, we, we really couldn't do it without them. Um, you know, all the food, all the, all the logos, everything we need, shirts, hoodies, hats. Anything we need, uh, Sam can get it for us, and you know, it's really nice to just have a, a sponsor who's really out there on your back and making sure you're doing good. Yeah, no doubt, and we have a couple of other associate sponsors. I know another big yeah. one that probably doesn't get mentioned enough is uh, Piper Brothers Barbecue. Yeah, give um, us food every yeah, week at the track. Every week at the racetrack, supplying us with some food, and it's some of the best barbecue you'll ever have. I think they have a food truck in Manassas or something. Somewhere in the area. I'm not sure exactly where. I'm sure with the food truck, they they go mobile. So look up, yeah. look them up if you're able to, uh, if you want to check them out and see where their food truck will be. Um, but yeah, just it's been a lot of fun. And uh, I hope I hope we have as much fun as we did this year, next year. So Oh, yeah. Looking I forward mean, to it. You know, this, it's always, they always say your rookie years and your learning year and the, Hopefully we don't run into any sophomore slumps, but uh, you know, I, I really think next year will be good. I yeah. think, I think it'll be a lot less frustrating, frustrating days at the track where we're just scratching our heads hoping we did something right, and a lot more, get in the car, go win, and go home. Yeah, no doubt. Like, like you said, it's been a learning year, man. I think we've learned something about the car every week, uh, how to tune it right. I mean beginning of the year we didn't know anything about these so we've it's all been trial and error going out there on friday nights and putting the setup in there and telling you hey hang on to this thing because we don't know what it's going to do (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, yeah. it might I mean, spin out, right? As soon as you go off that road. Yeah, I, honestly, I still think the, the biggest thing that we ever did to learn the car was that half pound in the right rear. I mean, like, you know, it it, it kind of went under, under the weather or undercover that, you know, Derek, the spotter, kind of came up with it. But, I mean, like, it, it really – you wouldn't think that half a pound in the right rear would turn the car that much. But, I mean – Yeah, like, we were fighting just, – just, just from being super tight at Motor Mile and you – you know, using a little bit of iRacing setup experience to try and figure out, well, what can we even try? And then it, it picked us up, what, four tenths? Yeah. It felt like something like something that. Something like that. Definitely picked us up time. And like I said, we were battling tight condition all day. And I, I usually am the one to set the tire pressures before we go out. And uh, I, I was like, huh, I'm going to try this. I'm going to tell the driver. I'm not going to tell the crew chief, but I'm going to tell the driver. Right. Yeah. I was like, all right, hang on to this. It might be a little loose. I'm not sure what it's going to do, but this should loosen you up. And sure enough, we went out there and, and loosened it up. And we're like, okay, sweet. Now now we got a good piece. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite videos of me and of, uh, of the car, though, is me coming out of Ford Motor Mile. And Dad is looking at me going, can I cuss? Yeah. Going, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear it in the video over the mini cups. Oh, because he was standing little, outside turn like, four? Yeah, he was standing outside turn four at the little gate. And I, and I got some snap snap oversteer. And I've never heard him yell that loud before. It was so funny to watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We're going to have to see that clip. Um, but, yeah, like I, said, I can't say it enough. It's been a ton of fun. Um, and we're going to have fun next year doing it. So, yeah. Man, I was just uh, curious to ask you what – um. What's so like? I, I guess it sounds like you're going back in the mini cup next year, but you know, in the future, is your goal to get to run in the late model stock? Like, kind of, what's 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 your path that you're looking at right now, almost? Well, you know, the dream is to always, you know, make it to the cup series one day, like anyone who has any dreams of racing. But you know, sometimes you know, funding is a bit of an issue. Um, you know. Maybe the next step after this would be a Legends car if we could find a, a find a good sponsor who would who would be committed to us. Um, you know, it's just taking it one step at a time. You know, you can't you can't really uh, try and try and speculate that too much or get your hopes up because you never know what's going to happen. And so I've just kind of taken it one day at a time. If any opportunities come up, I'll happily take them. But you know, just right now I'm happy with my mini cup. I hear that, man. I, I was just kind of curious, yeah. you know, uh, you know where the future is. Because, I mean, I didn't realize I, – I, Der- I know Derek's told me before, but I kind of forgot how young you were, man. So, you just like – it's crazy, man. You've already had all this success, and you got the, the whole world in front of you still. So, I mean, that's pretty awesome, man, and congrats on everything you've been able to do this year. Thank you. Um, you know, in in April, we didn't know – I was we, – we, we had no idea, or I had no idea at least – that I was going to get to drive a mini cup car or anything. I didn't even know I was going to get my permit, you know, I still got to take, I'm not even a licensed driver. So I, <laughs> oh, mean, wow. like, I didn't even um, think about that. That's crazy. You know, I, I, I drove on a racetrack for the first time before I drove my mom's Jeep on 95, you know, which one was scarier? 95 is pretty hectic. <laughs> 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 yeah. Ni- 95 is uh, always, 
always a little bit scary, especially around the construction areas. Um, but I mean, like, you know, we just kind of went out there one weekend and, and talked to the people in the series. And that's for anyone who like wants to get into it. That's just the best way to get into it. You just have to talk to people because, you know, mini cups, they're not, a, they're not the cup series. You're not just going to look up, look them up online and figure out everything about them. The only way to get into it is to go to your local short track and talk to the people and figure out, well, what do I need to do to get in to one of these? And we got really lucky. Um, found a good car for a good price and we were racing in May, you know? Yeah, that's um, pretty sweet, man. Yeah. Yeah, like, no doubt. Go ahead. And like how I, you know, cause I think the, the like mandatory minimum age for a mini cup, I think is like 16, but 15 and a half. If like, you're like, if they like really trust you, um, and so, like, my my driver certification was practicing the car on a Friday, and I think it was it was either the night before the race or a week before the race. And there was two people out there with me, and they pretty much just said, "Well, you know, he's not slow. He's not in the way. He seems to know what he's doing. Um, he's good." And like, that's it, it was pretty cool that you know. In my first time out, they just kind of gave me the green flag to uh to go do what I to go race, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I think I had your dad was telling that story the other week that they were like, "Yeah, you went on practice one week, and then the next week y'all were racing." I was like, "Dang, definitely happened quick." Uh, How did you guys meet and start working together? Uh, well, I met his dad, who is the crew chief. And I met him through go karting back, back probably five years ago now down at Dominion. Yeah. Uh, and we'll arrive and drive carts on Sundays after the. After well, the yeah, I, my first time was going for a league night. Like I found out about the league and I drove down from Northern Virginia and I was like, all right, I'm racing to this. <laughs> and that's when I met everybody. And then, so that's when we all made contacts and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll be moving back to Hertzburg. So I'll be down here more often then once you know somebody that likes racing you hang out with them oh yeah <laughs> but yeah. yeah i guess it probably you know it was the league night and then it might have been hey do you want to come to g-force with us and then you know it was just kind of then we got involved with the xfinity series team and you got pit passes from us um you know yep. and it's just Kind of, kind of snowballed from there. Yeah, no doubt. Me and, and Derek then, do some then, eye racing. Yeah, and and we were neighbors until y'all just recently moved. And I mean, we're still not far yeah. apart. So yeah, yeah, good people. Um, and and it's been a fun time racing. Yeah. So shout out to Zach, rookie of the year. Um, I said I'm looking forward to that banquet in I think January. Yeah. They said. Yeah, Brian was saying there's like five Saturdays in January, so it's going to be one of those. I'm just hoping when he said that, I'm like, please don't pick the Saturday that the iRacing 24 hours is on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the one Saturday we can't we can't have it on, Brian. Sorry. We could just we should just like nudge him a little bit and be like, hey, this this weekend a little bit reserved. Yeah. We if I had a number, I would. We'll have your dad do it. Like, hey, yeah. this guy. 
this weekend we can't do it. As soon as the schedule comes out, we will we will let him know. Or uh, our our extra team member is gonna have a uh, really long stint. Yeah, hang in there, guys. <laughs> I'll be right back. Right. Um. But yeah, I guess from that, if you want to stay on the line, you can. Um, I think we're gonna dive into the weekend that was at Martinsville. Uh, I know you were able to catch some of the races, so yeah, I'll stay on. We'll uh we'll talk what happened there at Martinsville and Travis. You'll have some I'm sure thoughts and opinions on everything because damn, it was a wild weekend. I I'll say we I got my money's worth for 120 bucks. Oh, 100. percent That was. I mean, what a weekend. I mean, what a three races. I mean, there are a lot of people mad about the truck race, but whether you were happy about the racing itself or not, like, that was you, – like, you can't even argue with how entertaining that race was. So All, all, all the races, yeah. I mean, even the truck race, I mean, we, we know the – I know it's the, the hot hot word of the week. Don't make it your drinking word. Uh, it's respect. <laughs> the yeah, lack I kept of bringing respect. that up. <laughs> Uh, but we know we know that that's what the truck series is. I mean, it's like every guy out here is trying to make a, a name for himself or a name for herself. And when we go to Martinsville or or these tracks that are kind of out of the ordinary, I wouldn't say Martinsville is out of the ordinary, but it gives a chance for you to run somebody over or, or race them really hard. Uh, it just creates creates chaos, and and that's what we saw on Saturday, man. It was just nuts. I mean, everybody like it seems like the truck drivers are getting or the truck series and. Like, all I ask to everybody who's, like, having a meltdown about the truck series and respect is, like, where have you people been? Like, this is the truck series. This is what the truck series is. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know like why. I mean. I mean, it must have been, like, what, a year ago? Or it might have been two years ago at this point where Johnny Sonner and Austin Hill wrecked each other, like, four times under caution before they finally black flagged Sonner. Yeah, yeah. I think Iowa. And you can't even say, yeah, it was at Iowa, and you can't even say Johnny Sauter was like a rookie or anything at the time. I mean, he's a, he's he's definitely a veteran in the in in the series, and for him to go out there and do that, I mean, that's about as disrespectful as I could think of. And that's the other uh, the other thing is like you know this the idea around it is that like oh it's 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 the kids. It, it's not like Stuart Friesen's a forty-year-old dude, and he's on that. <laughs> like Stuart Friesen was driving like an absolute madman on Saturday. So yeah. it's like, like you can't just say, "Oh, it's it's the kids." Like it, it's it's everybody. That's, that's no, the truck series. Like, it's the, it's this must-win culture. I mean, that we yeah. that that NASCAR has branded it. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, this is this will get the ratings going. You know, imagine this what 15 times a year for more short tracks oh. oh my gosh you know what i mean it, this would be there'd be so many storylines people would be mad every week uh, and honestly so. i think that's one of the cool things about the truck series though is there's kind of like two people who drive the trucks you have up-and-coming rookies or people on their way out who just don't want to hang up the helmet and it's it's all about the can the rookie best the veteran or you know like will the will the rookie get you know like like punked by the veteran like will Sauter dump Nemechek or you know something like that and it's always super entertaining. It's one of the reasons I love the truck series so much is because you never know what's gonna happen every week. For sure. Yeah, I mean it's it, it it's been an insane year and it's funny you brought up Nemechek. Like I was talking to Derek after the race. What what made me laugh even more is that John Hunter is what twenty three years old. 
Yeah. And John Hunter was talking to Matt Crafton in the media center. And John Hunter says, like, oh, these kids. <laughs> like, bro, you're a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that, that yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, though, he's he's matured a lot since he's had – I believe he has a kid, I believe. Yeah, so. I think so. Yeah, I mean – I'm about sure that matures someone a lot. We talk about the truck series and the race, and with respect, then you can go back to John Hunter himself and Cole Custer in 2016 at uh, – Canada when well, that Custer. was that was two kids at the time you know yeah, yeah. So. and Cole Custer's like <laughs> tackle down the stretch which was an incredible moment oh, I forgot yeah. that was Nemechek and Custer I thought that was one of the other people no nah, that was John yeah. Hunter when he drove Custer down in the wall and pinned Custer up against the wall all the way down yeah. the front stretch yep uh but yeah I mean I can see where John Hunter's coming from he's racing the Cup Series he he has more more respect for racing than some of these kids. So, but it is interest, interesting dynamic, like Zach brought up, of these like veteran drivers versus these young up up and coming rookies. Uh, and then you got John Hunter right there, kind of in the mix, who has a decent amount of experience. Um, I mean, it's in the trucks, just trying to find, kind of biding his time, waiting for a Cup ride to open up. So, it is an interesting dynamic. The race itself, what a win for for Zane Smith! It looked like yeah. my Todd Gillen pick was pick was gonna. Oh be man, you had, you had the best pick all day. I was like, damn, Travis was on it. We knew from what a couple years back, twenty nineteen, uh, that he, he was able to. He's really good there at Martinsville. Uh, after he he made a statement win, uh, no pun intended there when he took a shot at Kyle Busch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we knew he's he was gonna be a force to be reckoned with. Um, I feel like I look back at our picks and all of our picks for the weekend, especially the NASCAR side, we were really solid. Uh, and and I, I mean, we know who has a chance to win in Martinsville. So, yeah. I mean, I was surprised. We'll get to Xfinity in a second, but I picked AJ to win that race. And I was kind of surprised how much of a non-factor he was considered. Like, he's, he's just – he's always run so good at Martinsville, like dating back to his cup days at JTG, like I brought up last week. I don't. People probably don't remember, but Jeff Gordon passed AJ Allmendinger for his final career win at Martinsville. Yeah, like so. I mean, he's always run really good at Martinsville, and I thought he was going to be a force on Saturday, and he was never really a factor in that race. And we'll get to Xfinity for sure. But uh, other than yeah, just on the subject of picks, that one I guess wasn't great, and that was surprising <laughs> to me. Yeah, and well, I mean. The one that I, I know we're going back to the truck series here. I mean, the move that I didn't really like, I mean, I'd have to go back and relook at the Stuart Friesen incident. I haven't yet. Uh, but the move that I said I didn't like was the, the Austin Wayne self when he took out John Hunter on that move. Yeah. Um, I was in the hot dog line when that one happened. So yeah, it, it was like, like, like John Hunter just kind of gave him the nudge, like the, hey, like, let me get by here. I'm faster than you. And then – we go down in a three and, and Austin Wayne just wipes him out. Uh, so yeah, it was just real bad look for Austin Wayne there. I didn't like that. And then, like you said, I, I had to go back and look at the Stuart freeze and it was just kind of chaotic right there. Uh, I think I was filming on my phone at the time. I'd have to go back and watch it, but uh, yeah, it was just chaotic. And I know Stuart freeze probably did make contact with going for the win. I mean, that's, that's this must win culture. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like Stuart, might have had a chance to win that race if he just kind of like raced it out and he just 
Like, I mean, he was not going to win. Like, I think what he was – like, honestly, it's even worse than it ended up because I think what he was trying to do was wreck Todd and then he tried to wreck Zane after he wrecked Todd and just, like, hope they don't throw the caution. And, I mean, they were talking about it on Door Bumper Clear. We're like, I don't think NASCAR has ever, like, taken a win away from a guy or anything for rough driving. But, I mean, if you're – NASCAR, like at that, like let's say Stuart Friesen left hooks Todd Gill and into the wall and left hooks James Smith into the wall. Like, is that going to fly? And he advances to the championship that way. Like, uh, I mean, what would NAS like would NASCAR have done anything about that? Yeah, I mean that's that's price that you were willing to pay, I guess, if you're Stuart Friesen. You know, NASCAR might come down with a penalty there. I could see NASCAR coming down with a penalty, be like, nah, dude, come on. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, like, obviously. Not, you didn't just move a guy up out the way. You you went in there and basically just hooked him. So Yeah, it's like it's boys have at it and whatever, but you draw the line if you just left hook two different guys to go race. I mean, we've seen that. Yeah. Happened. There's been a road course incident. I can't remember who it was exactly. I want to say Ricky Rudd maybe won the race. Um, but it was at Sonoma. Robbie Gordon, I think. is. No, this was like – before Robbie Gordon's time. Oh. Uh, Larry Mack was the crew chief on somebody's car. I can't remember. Because there was one where Robbie Gordon got penalized, I think. Might have been. I mean, there, there has been precedent to where NASCAR has, like, penalized somebody like that, like, tail end of the lead lap or something. Uh, I don't know. It just – that's a – that's kind of wait, wait and see moment, you know, if NASCAR does anything. Yeah, and I, I think that even if they didn't, like – penalize Stewart, um, his chances at winning a championship would be zero to none. Like, because even if he was the fastest car on the track, I don't see Gilliland or uh, who was on the bottom. I think it was John Hunter. Zane Smith. Zane Smith, or Zane, yeah. Zane Smith. I don't think either of them would have let him even finish the race, finish the first stage, really. Um, but I, I, I know if I was in, if I was up top in the NASCAR booth, I probably would have taken away the win just because I I don't think that winning the race by wrecking the top by being in third and wrecking the top three cars so deliberately that it causes a ten car pileup. I don't yeah. think that's a win. I think that's you being a douchebag and just trying to uh, take everything and give nothing. Yeah. That's you not racing at that point. Yeah, you're just literally wrecking people. And that's how you went from racing to a demo derby. And that's how Stuart Friesen races. He's always been a a pretty dirty driver. He's always been that guy. So, I mean, it's not surprising to see that from Stuart Friesen. That's just like that. That's who he is. You know, if if you told me and didn't give me any names and laid out the scenario and said what driver in the truck series did this, I'd say Stuart Friesen. Like, that's, like, that's just, it's not at all surprising coming from him. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, this this one might hit home a little more with Derek than you, but, you know, what what comes to mind is, like, Johnny. Um, he He's the he's another driver in the Mini Cup Series, and he's a little bit of a hothead some days. And I know that if he wrecked me and Tyler for a win, like, on a restart, I think Brian would have a field day and Johnny would have finished behind me and Tyler. And I mean, like, I, I don't know. 
you know, how, how, like what the, what the policy is and like, you know, the truck series, but I just feel like, like nowhere, like even at like the, at the lowest level of, of NASCAR racing, do people let that slide? Yeah. Not, you can't wreck two people. I mean, we see it at the snowball derby. You can't even wreck one person for the win. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I know the snowball derby is a lot, a lot more technical and officiated a lot more tightly than NASCAR. Uh, just because it is such a hard race to win and very prestigious uh, or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, that would be an interesting call NASCAR would have to make. And, I mean, they, they, well, they didn't really put themselves in that position. I mean, Zane Smith was the leader when, they, I guess, when the timing loop happened or whatever. And that's what worked out is Zane Smith still ended up winning anyway. So, yeah. Um, Granted, it would have been it would have been fun as hell, like three wide coming to the line to watch that last lap play. Yeah, out. I mean the awesome. picture of the coming to the white flag there honestly reminds me so much of the the Bristol race with uh, what was it AJ and Cindric. Yeah, yeah, I mean the, the picture is almost identical. If you put those two up, uh, you could put that office meme on there with Pam saying like that's the same picture, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> So, I, I mean, it is, it's, it's very close to looking like that. So I was just like, yeah, like I said, we just want to see it play out. And if, it, if that's coming to the checker, that's a kind of a different story. You know what I mean? It's like, you wreck one guy or, or, or racing hard for, you know, you'll end up wrecking. This is different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas it's a white flag. It's like, almost like, yeah, you definitely just wrecked this guy on purpose. So. Yeah. I, I mean, like kind of, if, if like Kyle Busch wrecked Bowman for the win, I feel like it's like, you know, I know it's 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 in the Cup Series, and we're not really there yet. But I feel like that's almost a similar situation to like Stewart, and I feel like NASCAR might have still taken the lead, the win away from Kyle Busch if he like just drove straight into Bowman. You know? Yeah, it could have. I mean, it's it's all situational, uh, and kind of how how you intent how your intent is. You know, um, if you just get in there and kind of move somebody out of the way, I don't think they do anything. But if you go in there and actually just pile drive him into the wall. And drive away you're probably looking at a penalty oh uh, yeah i mean i'm trying to think of situations where we've seen a guy just like straight up just just wreck somebody else for the i mean you had we, we brought up the john hunter i don't even think john no did john hunter end up winning that race when he pinned custer up against yeah he did because that's when custer tackled him yeah and then another you've seen a few examples of that in canada in fact because you had Austin Sendrick when he drove in and wrecked Kaz Grala for his first truck win. And then you had Chase Elliott's oh, yeah. first yeah. truck win when he wrecked Ty Dillon. So, yeah. It's funny. That track has been like the three incidents that come to mind of somebody straight up wrecking somebody. And then the one with um, Justin Haley. I forget who who the drivers who were wrecked, but I remember Justin Haley was in third by a mile. And oh, with Noah, it was Noah and um, Todd Gillen. Yeah. When was this? That was 2018, 19. Where at? Canada. Canada. Oh, okay. When, because Todd was going for his first truck win, and it's when Noah still drove for Kyle too, and then Noah think, just went in and wrecked Todd. And I'm pretty. Were they sure both that's going when, for their first win? Was that when? Probably. Noah had already won one. I think. Oh, okay. Who was Justin Haley driving for at the time? The 24. GMS. So yeah. Yeah. GMS. Interesting. I have to go back and rewatch that one. I don't. I don't remember that race. Yeah, I, mean, I, that's I don't remember I'm... any of the race. I just remember the wreck and then 
I might remember if I start to see footage of it, you know. What and I mean? Kyle went absolutely off after the race, like because he did like the pre-race media for the Cup race the next day, and just like went off about how like both like he's tired of hiring idiots and like this and that, like like Kyle was none too pleased with that, obviously. <laughs> well, I can oh, imagine, yeah. imagine, imagine almost getting a one-two with like you know two two probably rookie or maybe second year drivers one of them gonna get his first win and they do some and then they wreck each other and and some kid from gms the rival team gets into the final four because of it yeah it'd be crazy. i don't think i don't think I mean, anyone would be too happy i, I was that maybe 2019 maybe yeah i know that uh, the canada race usually lined up with darlington weekend so i think it was like 2018 because i think it was the last year noah drove for kyle in the truck series because i'm pretty sure after that race like kyle made the decision to fire todd and noah he just let them finish the season out well but like kyle said like made it clear after that race like neither of them were driving his trucks anymore gotcha well what did todd not win for him in like a year after i thought he won he won 2019. Uh, you're right. You're right. Martin. So, yeah. So, Todd still drove for him for a year after that. Because that's when – and then Todd's last year driving for Kyle, that's when he won at Martinsville. I was like, tell Kyle stay in the fucking bus. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, interesting stuff. Uh, kind of glad we didn't see all that play out. And NASCAR has to have to make a decision. Um But, yeah. But good, good win for Zane Smith, though. We haven't even really talked about Zane. But, yeah, he drove the – like, he didn't do anything wrong in all the controversy. He just threw the shit out of it and won that race straight up. And he was in a must-win, and, and he got it done. So, you got to give a lot of credit to Zane. I feel like he's kind of gets – he's a guy that doesn't really get appreciated by the fans. You know, they kind of, like, yeah. group him into that category of, like, oh, rich kid, he doesn't deserve to be here. But, you know, he's done a good job ever since he's gotten into that truck and almost won the championship last yeah, year. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, last year, I remember, I always kind of, like, I saw him as, like, a cha- like I-, I always thought he was going to be a top eight driver. And, you know, didn't he make some starts in the eight for junior in the Xfinity series? It's like, yes. the Cosmopolitan. So, I mean, like, I always knew he was all right. But then, like, after, like, this year, I just feel like he's all, he's been way under the radar. Like, I almost forgot he was even in the truck series. I thought he, like, moved up and was like running for a back marker Xfinity team or something. Cause this, isn't this his first win on the year? Yeah. That was his first win of the season. He, he pointed in. I, I mean, he yeah. had a decent, like, I'm pretty sure he finished like fifth in points in the regular season. Like he didn't have a bad season by any means or anything, but hadn't, hadn't gotten to victory lane yet. And he was my championship pick coming into the year. Mm. So to to see him locked in now maybe i have a chance to uh see that i mean because he was good at phoenix last year i think he had the race won at phoenix last year and then a late caution came out and that's when sheldon ended up getting around him but i mean we'll get to picks later but i know i'm doing a little foreshadowing here but you know he's definitely gonna have the momentum going into going into phoenix yeah i mean speaking of sheldon creed though you gotta feel for him though geez yeah that was was awful yeah. I could not imagine having the year he's been having and then missing out on the final four. I mean, it's kind of like, what was it, Harvick two years ago? Or th- last year. Last year? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what it's like. But it, it, this format is cutthroat, man. I said it before. Yeah. It's just, 
it's a what have you done for me lately and it's wild anything can and will happen in martinsville so sucks for sean creed but good for zane smith yeah, yeah. well it's kind of how it crumbles sometimes you guys got anything else to add about the trucks before we move along to xfinity no not really well we'll move along to xfinity and uh I mean, to, to work backwards, and I mean, you guys know I'm by no means a Noah Gregson fan. I've made that perfectly clear. But, I mean, it's one of those situations. You can not like somebody, but you got to throw your hands up. Damn. Like, and Daniel Hemrick's my favorite oh, driver in the man. Xfinity Series, too, which made it even worse for me, being a big Daniel Hemrick fan. But, damn. I mean, oh. what a drive. I mean, I was standing down – by the flag stand like i was gonna get daniel hemrick's backflip that's what like i like i like i was ready i was like it's finally gonna happen <laughs> oh man that one hurt but i mean i'm not even that's that's like, exactly how i felt at bristol i was like man i'm gonna be here for the backflip but travis is gonna be pissed but yeah because i wasn't at that one <laughs> yeah, you couldn't make it in time but no, I mean, what what a drive by Noah. I mean, you can't say enough to, to go out and pass a guy on the outside cleanly like that. I mean, just that's a statement win from Noah, to be honest. I mean, I know you don't really like the guy, but you got to admit that was impressive. I mean, I said the only time I can recall somebody passing somebody on the outside for a win in Martinsville was uh, Tony Stewart in 2011, I believe, the year he won the championship. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, just incredible stuff. From Noah to, I said, from a guy that you you usually would think would put the bumper to somebody. Yeah, I mean, I figured Noah was just going to take the inside on the restart and just go into turn one and skip Daniel. I mean, knowing how Noah and how he races, I think that's what everybody expected. Yeah, I did not expect it to be as clean as it was. I didn't even think he touched him, Rick, the entire entire time until he got past him. I think the only contact was I think the 22 got into Daniel and knocked yeah. him sideways, and that didn't really help Daniel's case. And that was kind of like my Hamrick fan excuse after the race. <laughs> well, 22 knocked him sideways. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. But, <laughs> which, I mean, I, I haven't even gone back and watched, but I, I do think – I mean, you were watching on TV. Maybe you can tell me yeah. that I do think the 22 did indeed I knock mean, the, the 22 did hit him pretty hard. He did definitely uh, send him, but – I mean, you know, I'm not going to say Daniel Hemrick is, you know, the king at choking, but sometimes it He's seems like He's got bad it. luck, man. That's what I'm saying. I don't think – I what, like, what can look at many races and been like, yeah, Daniel screwed that up. Like, Now, what is the opposite of a golden horseshoe? Because that's what <laughs> Daniel Hemrick has. A rusted um, starfish? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop me there. <laughs> He's got he he's I mean, been he's picking got, up too many but, pennies with tails facing up off the ground or something. Yeah, but but what did I say this this weekend, Travis? I said I Saturday after the race that he's gonna go out in Phoenix and his first NASCAR win is gonna be for a championship. And how incredible will that be? I mean, that, I mean, how fitting would it be for Daniel Hemrick if he finishes second in the race and wins the championship? You know, I was thinking now about that. that would be <laughs> wild. Oh, they showed a stat. I, I actually the... want that. Yeah, they should have a stat for that. They should have a. a they showed us. They showed a stat on a on the TV or on, on like after the race, and it was like most runner-up finishes in Xfinity before their first win, and he was second in the X in, in the most runner-up finishes. Like I feel like there's just he can't, just, he can't win anything. It, it, it's just, <laughs> 
You know oh. the meme? You know the meme where like they'll like overlay like the tweet that says pain? Like Yeah. That that you could have taken a picture of me after that Xfinity race and just put like my Twitter account or put Rose one through ten pain. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean I said this series of unfortunate circumstances for him. I mean you think he's looking prime? I mean, he's like, what, two laps to go, and you get a caution? And, and... I mean, there's every time with Daniel, I'm like, he, oh, he's not going to win. Some shit's going to happen. And this was like the one time where I was like, I was like, this is the one. I was like, this is uh, See, I was the opposite. I was like, oh, this is, this is not it. Like, this is not, he's not going to win this. Like, somehow he's going to lose it. Like, I was like, I know it. Like, me and Buzz got right down there by the flag stand, and I was like, I was ready, man. Like, I was just like, I just kept looking at Buzz and shaking my head. I was like, I was on cloud nine. And then that caution comes out, and I'm like, yep. Fell back <laughs> to earth. But, yeah, I mean, wild. I mean, I think they were – I know you thought it was controversial at the time. I can't even remember who Noah got into. Oh, yeah, he well – that's the one thing for everybody talking about like, Oh, Noah race. So clean, such a clean race. He did ship the 54. So, well, I said, I think he had help from behind there. Uh, so it'd be interesting. And I was like, see the data on it, but I didn't even see what everybody's been talking about. The 54 break check in the eight. I didn't even see that, but was that out of two? I don't know when it was. I haven't, everybody's been talking about it. I haven't seen the video of it, and I didn't see it during the race. Yeah, Everybody was that. saying he. But well, I mean, shit. That's that's the only thing we missed all weekend. Still got our money's worth, you know. Saw a hell of a lot of action. That's oh, what we, yeah. we might have been in the hot dog line when that happened. I know you ate a ton of hot dogs Saturday. Nine hot dogs. Nine hot dogs Saturday. Sheesh. Dude, I I shit like four times on Sunday morning. Yeah, like, like I woke up at like seven in the morning and had to walk to the gas station. <laughs> Yikes! But dude, I mean, it was worth. Like number one, like Martinsville, like if we like, they got to do. I don't know why they have all these concession stands up there, and then they have like two hot dog lines for the whole front stretch. Why is every single concession stand up there not filled to the damn brim with these hot dogs? <laughs> Well, that they need one more concessions with hot dogs, and two, I think the the cashless payment has something to do with it. I feel like it takes a lot longer. You know what I'm saying? Or if no, I they were taking cash. Oh, I, I mean, I paid with cash one time as well, but like they were like it was like a secret thing that you could pay with cash because like all the signs were like, oh, we accept this, this, and this, and this. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like. So, I, I, I don't know. I thought that if the signs were very misleading if you could use cash. I will say that. It, it's just like if there's 10 con, ten concessions, because there are a lot of concession stands up there. Why? Yeah, they are, should all have hot dogs. Yeah. Like, why can you only go to these two lines around the grandstands to get hot dogs? Yeah, it used to not be like that, man. You used to be able to get hot dogs real quick. Yeah, uh, they remember, need to get they need to get back to those days. Yeah, last year me and my dad got tickets for the Xfinity race. That was only like a thousand people, and there was one concession stand inside the grandstands, 
in all of the tracks that sold them. And thankfully, we were, like, right next to it, so we all had, like, we both had, like, five hot dogs apiece. But, I mean, like, if you sat in, like, turn two, it was a good, like, three or four minute walk to get a Martinsville hot dog at Martinsville, which yeah. I feel like is almost a sin. Yeah, you know? like, like you said. I feel like there was, like, four or five different concession stands there on the front stretch. And, and like you said, there was only two. I think I want to say there was four. I'll say that there's four and only half of them had hot dogs. The other two. At least like, an hour. I didn't walk down the whole front stretch, but at least an hour part of the front stretch right there. No, I did walk the whole front stretch. because oh, like, okay. oh, there's got to be more than two places. Like, there's got to be more hot dogs somewhere. You know what I mean? And so I was like, dang. And then so I, I went – I went from one to the other, back to the other, because I had a shorter line. I was like, oh, this is terrible. Luckily, it was like a bunch of cautions during the uh, stage there. And then I, I timed it good, pretty good, too, for the Xfinity. I waited in that line during the truck race for I mean, forever. Like, I missed it. But, like, it was during that caution spree where it was just like – I like I was listening to the radio, and it just be like I could just hear the outside. Like, I could hear them fire up, and then – I mean, it was such a long line, but it had to be like, and I was talking to the other guy in the line. <laughs> like, I was like, luckily, these idiots are going to wreck 12 more times. Before we <laughs> right. We're not going to miss those. I will say I was kind of upset that I was in the hot dog line when that crash happened, like right where we were sitting on the front stretch for the truck race, that big pile up on the restart. I, that was like literally right in front of us, and we, I wasn't there for it. I was like, man, disappointed in that. But yeah, I mean, more, more more hot dogs is the bottom line. Like, I mean, what yes. are you doing, Martinsville? Yeah, so we need more hot dog stands, Martinsville. Uh, let's make like that Sunday, happen. the Cup race. I mean, it was like unbearable. Like, oh I mean, no I doubt. Like Sunday, like I tried to go get hot dogs, and I was like, yeah, right. Like, I missed half the race if I stood in this line. Yeah, it was like Sunday you had to choose between watching the race and eating hot dogs. I did. I mean, I starved to death and starved all the way till we got to, oh. I got to Harrisonburg. Oh, dude, I was so it was miserable. I, I, I was starving, bro. I was like, this sucks. I finally ate that honey bun when we left. I was like, thanks, Buzz. <laughs> this honey bun is what I've been dreaming of since we got to Martin's the other day. I stopped at uh, I stopped at Sheets on the way back, and I got I got like twenty dollars worth of food at Sheets. I was so hungry. Yeah, I hear that. Like I said, I wanted to stop, but I also was like, let's just knock this drive out. I mean, we hauled I hauled ass home, uh, and then I stopped at when I had to get some gas there in Harrisonburg and got a couple of taquitos for the ride, and finished the drive, and then just like All right, I got to get to bed. So, yeah. But I feel like the Xfinity, we're getting back on track. The Xfinity race, uh, not really a whole lot of controversy or, or hot topics coming out of that one. Um, it was pretty straightforward. You had, obviously, AJ and, and Austin Cindric pretty much well locked in. Um, we had the dumbass that stayed out on old tires. and Oh, dude, Spencer Boyd. Sorry, Zach. I know that's your boy, but that yeah. was that was pretty stupid. Was that Spencer or was that someone? Yeah, else? it was Spencer. I wasn't sure what car he was driving, and I mean. Yeah, and it's like you always hate to see that, especially when it's a good guy like Spencer, but it's just yeah. unfortunate because I'm sure his crew chief had more to play in it than, than the driver. You know, yeah, just so, like, how many times do we need to see that happen to realize it's a horrible idea? Like, yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're racing for, for our 
race and our position too. You're just going to get your shit wrecked. It's not going to work. We've seen this play out so many times. Like, yeah. Certainly not the last race of the year, you know what I mean? Like, what was their best-case scenario there? Like, we saw it last year in the cup race. Like, a guy <coughs> we all love, but Corey LaJoy, like, when he stayed out and just got his shit run over. Like, what are, like, what are you doing, man? Wasn't it that like, Martinsville as well? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't know what some people expect when they do it. Like, maybe if there's, like, five laps – it's a, it's a green-white checkered for the end of a stage. But, like, I, I don't know really when it happened. I only saw a clip of him getting wrecked or spinning, whatever it was. But I, I didn't see much more than that, so I don't really know what the situations were. But I feel like sometimes it is – like, if there's 20 laps left in a stage, you're just – you're going to get cycled back probably farther than where you were before. Yeah. And then, you know, they're going to stack the restart up and – well, that's exactly what happened. They stacked the restart up, and at Martinsville, everybody's trying to go. And when you're three wide off a of turn two, it just doesn't work, you know? So, yeah, you hate to see it to Spencer, but uh, terrible call by the crew chief there. Um, but, yeah, like you said, if it's a for a green-white checkered, I kind of get it, and, like, you're going for your first win or something, like, go for it. Uh, but, well, it, but it's certainly not in that situation if it's the – Cut off race to the final four, and you know what I mean. You do that for the green white checker, like, nah, dude, come on. And when your car is right, you, you're not even a factor. Right, right, right. Yeah, you're not I even mean, a race winning car. Was it? Was he in the fifty two this weekend? Yes. So I mean, that's a Jimmy Means racing car. That's right. It's not a competitive car. Like maybe if you're like a JD Motorsports car, although they've kind of been on the decline lately, but. You know, if you're like if you're like a twentieth place car, maybe yeah, I like get Jeremy it. Clements. Yeah, if you're like Clements or or maybe Brandon Sieg, Sieg on a good week, the like the O yeah. seven, yep, twenty three, the O two. Yeah, yeah, we yeah you guys know like if you're a halfway yeah. decent car, we get it. But if you're just out there in the way, like come on, dude. Just well, I mean, get out the way. You know, Brandon got his best finish prior to his his win and then the third at phoenix that was just all luck but he got his best finish because he stayed out on a restart and then the the strategy worked out perfect and he was on a he was on stickers with 20 to go and everyone was everyone else was on old tires and he just drove up through the field drove to fourth yeah at texas or charlotte i, I think it was texas I remember the race you're talking about. I can't remember where it was, but it I remember. It was Charlotte. It was this 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 May. Yeah. That's right, yeah, because we were there. Yep. But I mean, like, sometimes it works, but, like, at Martinsville, it's just I – don't, I don't know if it works. No, it doesn't. And when you know everybody else behind you is on fresh – at that point, and I know you can blame the crew, but, if like, if you're the driver there, like, you're the one holding the steering wheel, drop to the back. Like – Yeah. You know, you can still make that decision and be like, you know, hey, we're just going to get our shit run over. Like, you know, be smart. You know, you see, like I said, you, you've seen this scenario play out so many. I mean, it's you like the I think the most famous one is the Xfinity Championship in 2016 when Cole Witt stayed out and just cost Eric Jones. Who was it? Who was on the inside there? It was Eric Jones and Justin Allgaier behind Cole Witt. And they lost their championship because of that and basically handed Daniel Suarez the championship. Yeah. 
Uh, you hate to see it, but yeah. other than that, there probably, oh, I guess there wasn't much controversy. Um, no, I'm trying to really think of anything that like happened that was too bad. Honestly, I honestly, I nap card through like the first two stages, and then I was up for the last one. Um, but I mean, like it was pretty tame. It was close, but it was tame. Yeah. Um, I said the only other real big incident that I can think of was uh, Jeb Burton and uh, oh my, oh we and, gonna get uh, out Annette. That's what I nope. said. Are we going to get out of here without talking about Michael and that? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I got one more week to deal with that guy. Then I'm going fishing. <laughs> We're going to have missiles on the car if we need to. <laughs> yeah, he's going to put missiles on the car. <laughs> that shit was fun. That's the most like. He, he was like, we come to Virginia. He thinks he's a badass. And it was a great interview. That was that's a classic the, interview. That's the most personality I've seen Michael Annette show his whole career. Like, if Michael Annette did that interview 10 years ago, I'd be such a big Michael Annette. I'd be a huge fan. Like, it sucks he's kind of be retiring. Wait, we're going to put some missiles on the car next week. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I don't even really know exactly what happened there with that incident. I'd have to go back and look at it. Uh, I know something. They were coming off the of turn two when something happened. Um and that, that ended up red flagging the race for like 20 minutes or so, uh, oh, which is cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was it was cool. I, during that 20 minutes, it's like the cars, the colors just kind of popped as it was the nighttime under the lights at Martinsville. I was just like, man. Well, that's Martin. when I made the that's when I made the hot dog run during that race. As soon as that red flag dropped, I ran to the hot dog line. Yeah. Did they park them on the front stretch or the back stretch? They parked them like. The leader was like right as you are, like the middle of turn two, and then oh, okay. turn two that was all so the way cool. Y'all were sitting on the front stretch. We we were sitting in turn one, so it was oh, perfect. Yeah, they were cool. like all sitting right there, and you could see the whole racetrack. It was under the lights. I was like, man, this is awesome. Like, if you wanted a picture of any car in the field, that's the perfect time. Oh yeah, I got a great Dude. picture of it. It was sweet. Yeah. And so I was like, this is sick. I got a picture of just, like, all the cars there. And I said, even the picture doesn't even do it justice. But I said, all the colors pop and you know what I mean? Yeah. All the, it's just, that's, that was the epitome of it. It was like, this is sick. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, Saturday was a wild day at Martinsville. It was a long day. I mean, I took a nap in between races. Uh, Travis Dude, I didn't think you were going to make it to that Xfinity race. Uh, I wouldn't have if nobody woke me up. I was just out, bro. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I mean, I like, I know how you get to, like, I thought it was going to be a situation where, like, I'd try to wake you up and you were going to be like, fuck yeah, like, whatever. And we're just like, all right, fuck it, let's go to the race. <laughs> yeah, like, I, mean, I wasn't going to miss the race, but I said, I was just like out. I was like, I set an alarm. And once that alarm went off, I was like, nah, I ain't ready to get up. Like, we still got a couple hours here. I remember I went and woke you up. And I was like, Derek, yeah, exactly. Derek, you're like you half like, hour to the race. I'm like, what, what? Oh shit! You were like, I just dropped a grenade in there. I was like, Derek. <laughs> yeah, I got up real quick. And I was like, all right, I'm up, I'm up. <laughs> Thirty <laughs> minutes till green. Let's go. You scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Man, hell, I think we that was our the. I, I know we were in there pretty early for the cup race, but that was probably we made better time for the Xfinity than than the trucks. Where were we like, were we in there like right as they were starting pace laps for Xfinity, right? No, we got in there right as they were starting. We were, they were already kind of already on pace laps when we got in there for trucks. And then like we were in there right as they fired engines for Xfinity. 
Yeah, and so, then we got in there like just in time for the national anthem for Cup. Yeah, we did it perfect. It was which what an awesome national anthem, by the way. Yeah, the NC State band. That was cool as shit. And then fly over kind of like they do at Richmond, the same kind of planes. With the yeah, that was that streamer. was pretty cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any more from Saturday. If y'all want to dive into the Cup race. Yep. Yeah, there's plenty to talk about there. Yeah, we're already at an hour here almost. So, but we we still got an hour, so I need to go to bed. So we'll we'll knock it out here. Everybody got beat by a hack. Oh, hack Bowman! What did do you, you know? See yeah. the, uh, did you see the Twitter video where he was putting on the Dude, the so wind like, sticker and then it said "Hack Bowman" on the nail name rail and like every yeah, I saw it oh. finally. I was like, man. I know there's a hidden Easter egg in here, and then Jeff Buck finally pointed it out today. I was like, "Ha, we got it." You know, I think, I think Alex actually like, we're kind of like working backwards with this race, but we'll start with like, I think Alex felt bad about what happened, and like didn't want to win that way because Alex Bowman is not that kind of driver. Like, and I don't think he was trying to race like that. I mean, he at one point he got into Denny and gave Denny the lead back, and then. Alex felt bad after the race, and then when Denny got out of the car and was talking all that shit, that's when Alex was like, "Fuck, it, I don't care." Like, yeah, like his whole mindset changed once Denny was talking all that shit. Yeah, and I mean, I get it though from Denny's point as well because I mean, it honestly played out perfect for Denny because he, I mean, he was like what two points from missing the championship race. Well, where I draw the line with Denny is like number one. You know, hello, pot, meat kettle. What did Denny Denny do to Chase Elliott? No, I I, I totally understand. I I get it. I get it. And then my other didn't he also? Hang on, record- let me ask you this: Was Denny a championship eligible driver at the time? Yes. Okay, so it's a little different situation. To, yeah. To a degree. To a degree. But continue. Continue. Yeah, and then. You know, when Denny – Denny made it really personal with his attacks on Bowman there. And I thought that to what was, was kind of unnecessary is like – and that was premeditated too. When you say that kind of stuff, like that's premeditated. Like you took the time to think of that response. And that's – like he said how he feels about Alex Bowman. But, you know, that's just pretty unfair. And Denny went on Twitter and was like, I've had nothing handed to me. You know, I've grinded to get – you don't think Alex Bowman has? Like, Alex Bowman made his first 100 cup starts driving shit boxes for BK Racing and Tommy Baldwin and drove a simulator for Hendrick Motorsports for two years. Like, you know, it's like, you, you know, Denny, you, you know, you're not talking about somebody who's had a silver platter and then he's like, oh, well, I've worked to get where I am. It's like, well, yeah, so has Alex Bowman. And then to call Alex Bowman a hat. Like, when you call somebody a hack, a hack is somebody who, you know, is completely out of their realm, doesn't deserve what they have. And to go there with Alex Bowman, like, Alex Bowman's won four races this year. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how you can – I just don't see how you can call Alex Bowman a hack. (laughs) I don't think he's a hack at all. I think he's a great race car driver. And Denny obviously doesn't feel the same way. Because no, the, the reason he, he does that is because, I mean, this is we literally are getting the interview as soon as he gets out the car. I mean, that's what it's so great about this. I mean, is, is we literally get to interview these guys and get their their 
their first thoughts on it. Like, and right, I just think when, I mean? when, and I bring like when when it's when you say something that specific about somebody, that's how you feel. That's not well, just that's fine. I mean, I don't think there's any love lost there. I don't think they were ever buddy buddy to begin with. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I, I mean, Alex Al- Bowman is a big boy, and I think he can handle be. Be, he can handle be being called a hack. Oh yeah, especially when and, he and has by, two more wins and the guy calling him a hack. Bowman's interview on Sirius on Monday, like I was listening to Moody's show on the way home from work, and Bowman said that the last text he got from Denny Hamlin, uh, like I guess like earlier this year, or last year at Texas, Denny got into Alex and wrecked him, and was like, "Hey, let me know if you want to need a ride on the plane sometime." And Alex was like. <laughs> Hey, I guess that plane rides out of the like. Texted Denny back and responded was like, "Hey," or no, he said, "Hey, I'm not gonna be needing that plane ride anymore." But I guess we're even now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and like I said, I, I, I get both sides of it. I mean, Denny's Denny's championship season almost went up in smoke. I mean, in literally an instant. You know what I mean? Had there been two more cars uh, on the lead lap, I mean, he would have. He could have missed the championship. So, and maybe he should have been racing smarter. Because what did I tell you on the podcast last week? I said if I'm Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott, I'm not ruffling any feathers. And obviously, you want to win the race. But you know, I I told you last week we kind of debated that those two. Well, that's a, that's a I'm thing. staying out of the way. Hamlin's the one that got spun. And they both put themselves. I mean, but he was racing like hard as shit. Yeah, like, he, he, was, he was racing for the win, no doubt. I mean. I mean, like I said, you can't knock a guy for racing hard or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, Hamlin definitely put his neck out there to be put in this situation and possibly get wrecked. I mean, you know that. Because there was – wins at Martinsville. They got three wide at one point. I think it was it was Denny, Bowman, and somebody else was up there racing them. And uh, Brad, I think. And, like, all three of them got together. And Denny straight up, like, got into Alex's quarter panel at one point. Because before I remember before the caution came out, I thought Alex was setting up to wreck Denny before then because he was pissed off. Because that's when Alex got that tire rub. Because Alex had that tire rub for a while, and that tire rub held on, which was a lucky break for him. But he got that tire rub from Denny getting into him when him, Denny, and Brad went three wide. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's what it was. It was a racing deal. I mean, I, I see both sides of it. I mean, I see – why Hamlin is is pissed off at Bowman and why Bowman's like, sorry, bro, it's just hard racing. Yeah, and Alex, and, and Bo- I, like Alex Bowman is not a, a dirty driver. No, um, and I think if you were, I mean, maybe not ask Hamlin this week, but ask Hamlin in a week or, or a couple weeks or so, and he probably has a different tune about Bowman. I mean, I said, that's just, we got a hot take from Denny Hamlin right as soon as he got out the race car, right as soon as his championship almost went in smoke. Excuse me, and but but there's no doubt that's how he feels about Alex Bowman. Like I, think, yeah. well, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, you know, people can feel however they want to feel about people. Yeah, they're not paid to you be know, friends. Dale, Dale Junior thinks Todd Bodine's a cue ball headed motherfucker or whatever. <laughs> so I mean, is it Ward Burton or? thinks uh, Greg Biffle's a bug eyed dummy or yeah. no, it's Sterling Marlin? Sterling well, Marlin, yeah, so, <laughs> it's I mean, a bug eyed dummy. I don't think those drivers were never like best friends or buddy buddy off the racetrack. So it's like I don't know. I don't see 
I said, I don't think there's any love lost there. I don't think they'll race each other, race each other any differently now. Um, oh, no, I think Alex is going to race the shit out of him now because he's – I think in the future, like, I don't know. I think if I'm Alex – So you think Alex is really upset over the war of words that Hamlin said? You know, I'm just more concerned as if Alex Bowman is going to be a starter in the Denny Hamlin Basketball League anymore. Like, I, I think he may go on the bench for this one. Yeah. Oh, might. yeah. Well, that's what Denny no. did when him and Bubba got into it a few years ago. He kicked Bubba out of the league. And look where they are now. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, yeah. these feuds seem to, seem to mull over every time. I mean, well, that's what De- – Denny saw the dollar signs around Bubba Wallace and decided they can be friends again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, same thing with Alex Bowman. I'm sure he thinks his whole hack is is great, you know, whatever. Like, I don't I – don't, he doesn't think himself of it as a hack. Well, I mean, doesn't he made? Didn't he drop a shirt on his website and it's like minus two thousand two hundred in stock with pre-orders? Yeah, I saw that. It just incredible. I mean, yeah. Bowman's played this whole thing perfect. Yeah, like I've We're, never been a Bowman fan by any any means of the imagination, but like <laughs> I think he is playing this perfectly. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, it's not. I mean, and I I don't think you have anything more to do. I mean, it's kind of funny because. It's a weird situation, weird dynamic where the guy that got spun is is the villain or the enemy in this instance. You know what I'm saying? The the one that the fans are are booing. I mean, I, and I know why. I totally get why. I mean, and his whole his whole. I, I also that's the other part of this to talk about was his whole stun on the front stretch. I think that's where the booze came from. And that was like that was fun for us, but it was all that was stupid because Denny could have like seriously like, you know, Bowman's got his belts off and everything. The TV trucks, like the camera people, were already pulling up there at that point. Like, I think Denny was seriously getting ready to do some stupid shit there, and kind of thought better of it at the last second. Ah, uh, I mean, I said at first, I, I, when you see him rolling up, it looked like he was rolling up really hot. I mean. Uh... He was hauling ass off the court. I, I think he was he was trying to stop from Bowman from doing a burnout. So I, I kind of get it. He's like, nah, you ain't gonna win like that, but like you just took a win from me. You're not gonna go out and burn it up. Like I'm gonna be here, and if you get out and do your front stretch interview right here, I'm gonna whip your ass. <laughs> I think that's what he was thinking. And then uh, Bowman spun it around, and he's like, oh, all right, well I'll, I can do a burnout too while I push you away. So. Boom, and then that's when the crew chief or the spotter said, "Big picture, big picture." But no, yeah. what, I mean, I mean, I was, listening to the scan- I was listening to Denny Scanner the whole time he was coming around there, and the crew chief is just screaming, "Big picture, calm down, calm down, big picture!" Like the whole time Denny's coming around. There. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said I don't, I don't think we were gonna see anything crazy. Denny's a car owner now; he knows how much these cars cost, uh, and you never want to see cars get torn up. But I think he was just—it's a weird dynamic where. The guy that you want to show your displeasure with is usually not in victory lane. You know what I mean? Doesn't usually get to go and do the burnout. Like he's either torn up or something. You know what I mean? Man, so, I thought we were getting ready to see some absolute boom and gray shit. I mean, we kind of did to, to a degree, <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was going to be way worse than what it ended up being. Like, like you said, when I seen Hamlin throttle up off a of four and hauling ass down the straightaway, I was like, oh no, he's not going to do this. And he just pulled up next to him, and I was like, okay, yeah, as soon as Bowman gets out, Hamlin's going to be whip his ass. Here we go. Get your cameras ready. And, uh, I mean, it, either way, it was a show. I mean, 
I mean, I can't wait for Martinsville to fall next year. Jeez, I mean, I mean, that was how all that played out. Having we'll even go back through the race and talk about some more of the stuff that happened. But obviously, like that's what we're here to talk about. Man, that was just like I said. Alex is going for the win, and I mean. Yeah, I, I think Alex messed up. Alex said that. I think everybody. I think he got that. in there a little hot, got loose or wheel hopped, and and just got into Hamlin. I mean, he didn't mean to race him like that. I don't think. Uh, I think all that after the race, what I will say is how that played out. Got Brad Keselowski absolutely off the hook. Yeah, because... I was, I was going to talk about that. Like I, I wasn't at the track, and I didn't even really see a replay. I just saw. Keselowski, Door, Kyle out of four, and then I saw Kyle spun in the grass in two. Yeah, he wrecked Kyle after the race, and then even before that, I don't know if you saw, like, he he went through and just straight up wrecked Chase racing for the lead. Like, he went into four and hey, it, sent Chase it, out of there. It like, was almost like a Denny Bowman situation, kind of a racing deal. Um, and, and Chase was obviously a guy locked in at the time, so – I think, I don't know, as I said, I thought that was a racing deal. But, yeah, the Kyle situation, uh, going back and looking at that, yeah, it looks like he does try to turn him there off a of four. Um, I think the whole is, grandstand was giving Brad the bird there, and I thought that dude who was, like, wearing the Brad stuff, and I thought that dude was about to get the shit kicked out of him by one of these. Oh, dude, when, when he spun Chase, man, oof, I thought the, the beer cans were going to come raining down on Brad. I mean – Man, there were so many boos, so many middle fingers flying. It was wild. Uh, certainly, Martinsville is Chase Elliott territory. Uh, and that, that's probably why you got a lot of boos. I mean, from Denny Hamlin, he said in, in the post-race interview that he said that's all the Chase Elliott fans. <laughs> and they don't think straight. Well, Denny Hamlin doesn't really think straight either because he's done the same thing. So, Yeah, exactly. And it's racing, you know, man. When Denny does it, oh, that you know, I'm the short, short track, track race. race. And then yeah. When Bowman yeah. does it, he's a hack. So exactly. So I, I, I get why people don't like Denny in that sense. He uh, he always plays it to his favor in the situation. I mean, Denny's a prick. Like that's that's just that's just Denny. He like that's always been how he is. And, yeah, I mean that's who he is. He's he's not a likable person in general. Like even beyond the chase stuff, like. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I think I called Denny Denny douchebag when I was like nine. Like I think that's when I started giving him that nickname. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. always he's he's always been this way. I mean he's got rabid ears about everything that's said about him, and can like he's always crying like the whole Corey LaJoy thing last year. I don't know how you could watch that whole feud play out and you know be Team Denny there where Denny was saying he's gonna wreck the 32 car because i can't even remember what Corey's because Corey was calling him james and he was like offended that Corey was calling him james like dude shut up like yeah and he's saying text Corey and saying like you just got your car wrecked because Corey's calling him james yeah but yeah like, yeah go back to the keselowski I, I mean i know that i said i i will say keselowski did try to wreck kyle four but the going into turn turn two or turn one after the race uh, I thought that was more on Kyle. And maybe it was Kyle trying to show his displeasure with Keselowski. Uh, Man, I it, thought Kyle was going to whoop some ass after the race, too. <laughs> he said he wanted to. Uh, I don't know why he didn't. Because I saw, I, like, 
Honestly, his interview the... was pretty calm for what, like, I mean, other than the whole sensitivity training one, that's that's a whole different thing. But, like, the post-race interview they showed on TV wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. No, I mean, I think we said the same thing there at the grandstands. We're like, dang, he's kind of in a good mood. I was expecting some, the car was shit, this team is shit, my crew chief is shit, my spotter's shit, this entire series is shit, this playoff format is shit, I'm only here so I don't get fined, fuck you all, have yeah, a nice day. I'm out. Go Rowdy, it, go Rowdy Energy. And, uh, I was, uh, and I was, I'll say I was surprised too, but I mean, this is, like, I'm a Kyle Busch fan, like, Derek is too, and like, I am. For, so. for, okay, so we yeah. all are. So, like, for all the... The shit Kyle Busch has gotten, like, over, Kyle Busch is a very clean race car driver. Like, he does not, like, because he, he could have went in there and run over Bowman to win that race, and he didn't do it. And me and Derek have had the endless debate about Bristol last fall, Harvick versus Kyle Busch. And I, we were at that race, and I wanted Kyle to go in there and send Kevin and win that race. And Kyle's like, I'm not going to win a race that way. And then Harvick wrecked Kyle at Martinsville last year and kind of proved why Kyle should have raced him that way. And then Kyle had a chance this year to go in there and run over Bowman and win the race, and he, he didn't do it. Because, I mean, Kyle Busch is a very clean race car driver. I don't. He has this reputation as being a dirty driver from, you know, Dale Jr. and 08 and Ron Horn and A and 11, but – at least Kyle Busch, you know, ever since the Ron Hornet, he's a very clean race car driver. And yeah, I think if you look like maybe like 2013 on, he's definitely a lot better. I think, you know, the Hornaday thing and the junior thing, that's, 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 I feel like that's almost like a whole different Kyle Busch in a way. Yeah. Like, well, it's, it was pre-breaking his leg. So it was. Yeah. Ever since he broke his leg, which was what? 15. 15. They won his championship. Yeah, that's that's the year we saw the big change in Kyle Busch. Yeah, the break in his leg and then that, uh, and also, you, I mean, the same you year. could probably say 13 was when he got married, I believe. Yeah. Give or take right around there. How old is Brexton now? Six, probably. Yeah. So it was probably like 2015 as well. Well, yeah, Brexton was born in May of six or 15. Mm-hmm. So all that happened, he broke his leg and his child was born in the same year. But that's just, like. Kyle Busch is not, like, and fans hate Kyle Busch, so they're like, yeah, he's, like, whatever. But he's he's a very clean race car driver. And, I mean, he, he showed it. Like I said, we brought up Bristol last year and bring it up here. Like, you know, he could have gone in there, turn four. Like, if that's Joey or, or Brad or you name the guy, like, they're putting – they're spinning Bowman there and going to Phoenix. Kyle Busch had the chance to send it in there, send Alex Bowman and and do it and he didn't do it and kyle said he was gonna do it i don't know if he's actually he was like yeah i should have done it i was gonna do it but i mean i don't he i think he had the chance if he wanted to yeah i mean i think you look at it bowman got a really good uh got a good runaway there off of turn two on the green flag i think if he doesn't get that good of a launch off of two uh and kyle was able to stay right there on his bumper uh he can kind of maybe move him up out of the group but for Kyle to get there, he was going to have to wreck him. At that and, and, Kyle and, and Kyle also, wasn't going to do that. Kyle also, just this is just me speculating, might have been in teammate mode. Because let's say Kyle goes in there, screws it up, wrecks himself, wrecks the 48, hands that win to the two. Then the two locks in and knocks his teammate, the 19, out. 19 or the 11. 
Yeah. So that's what he might have been in like, you know, team conservation mode there too, where if he screws up something and gives the two a spot in Phoenix and knocks one of his teammates out, he's going to have to hear about that on Monday. Oh, yeah. And let's be real. Even if he did have a chance, uh, did make it to the Final Four, I don't really think he'd have a fighting chance. Um, I mean, I, if you ask me, I think the Gibbs cars are the underdogs this weekend. We'll get into that, but I don't see it the same way. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into that. But I will say I think, I think the best four cars all year made it through. And I don't know yeah. how many years in this format you can say that, but this is, I think, the best four drivers this year made it through. Yeah, for sure. That could be said. But, I mean, any like throughout that race, you know, it's a pretty tame race up until I think Brad and Chase was the first incident. Is that what was kicked it off? Something like that. Yeah. I, mean, I know that it was like a tipping point where it's like, all right, there's no more riding and it is go time. No, I'm not giving anybody anything anymore. And then you had Truex get up into the wall. And I mean, that was that was one of the stories of the race that isn't going to get talked about as much because I I still feel like Martin Truex is a guy where like and it's it's pretty frustrating where like like nobody wants to ever give him credit for like his talent as a driver you know it was yeah. always Cole Pern before and now it's like oh you know oh he didn't win races when he drove at DEI and MWR but I think he's proven so many times and won a championship why he's an amazing race car driver and I mean. This the the drive to go from up into the wall. His championship hopes look like they're gonna they're going up in smoke. Drives back up to finish fourth place with his whole wheel well fender like <laughs> falling. Like I mean that was an amazing drive from Truex, and that's like one of the biggest attaboys of the race has to go to to Truex for the route. Like he kept his composure, he rallied, and goes back up to finish fourth place and. Like that, that was a, that was the, that drive from Truex from getting up into the wall to finishing fourth. That's like, yeah, that's a championship drive right there. Yeah, and, and I know Kyle Busch isn't in the final four, but that team made some significant gains throughout the day. <clears throat> They're the middle part of the race. I mean, they were probably a 15th place car. They, they were terrible. Oh, they were awful. And it was and, for a while there, like we weren't even going to have any like drama for the bubble. Yeah, it was like it was all going to just be kind of straightforward, and then Kyle Busch started making moves. Kazowski started making moves. Um, these guys put together whole races, uh, and, and those guys were there at the end and made. It, I mean, there for a while it was like you were watching three different battles: the the battle for the win, the battle for the transfer spot, and and the battle with for Kyle with, and Brad. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it was yeah, nuts. It was, it was, it was I'm, I know what you're talking about. Where like I was because it's it was Hamlin versus Bowman, then Kyle Busch versus Keselowski, and then Truex versus Kurt Busch. Yep, that's, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it was nuts, dude. That's when the heart rate got going, dude. I was like, this is crazy. I was screaming every time by, come on, Kyle, come on, Kurt. <laughs> yeah. And do you think do you think Kurt was racing Truex like that to you know help his brother? Like, do you think that was on? His I think he was a little bit. At least, maybe. Well, I honestly, I, I would have to listen to his team's radio, but I think if they told him, then for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think if he had that knowledge, and yeah, he's definitely trying to help Kyle in that situation. Because Kurt was racing the shit out of Truex. Oh, um, yeah. But you know, Kurt's always just a hard-nosed guy, and he's gonna race for everything, you know. So. Oh yeah. 
But he's also a wily veteran that races these guys smart. So. And the same with the 10 car. Like, Almirola, he was – the whole day, he was just driving like a dumbass. And, I mean, he was running – but, I mean, he was running people over left and right. And Truex yeah. being – you know, he's who sent Truex up in the wall. I mean, Almirola is a kind of a underrated, like, dirty driver. Where, like, he races like that a lot. Like – He'll run people over with with no shame, and I mean, he doesn't really win a lot, so he doesn't get a lot of notoriety for that. But that's just kind of how Almirola races. He did it to Kyle Busch in twenty nineteen here. They got in a pissing match, and he just sent Kyle Busch down the front stretch and caused a uh, a big pile up there in that race. And yeah. so I mean, that's Almirola is kind of a guy who doesn't really get mentioned in that, but he he'll do that to people. Yeah, I think it's all race how you want to be raced, you know. And Kyle Busch, I think, raced him a little too hard back then. But either way, yeah, we had more than enough drama to go around on Sunday. Um, It was all sorts of crazy there. But, yeah, I mean, I can't say it enough. Wild weekend at Martinsville. I got my 120 bucks worth of racing. For sure. No doubt. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And we met uh you weren't with us, but like me and Buzz, like we, we got uh we met Ryan Blaney just like walking into the track and just I mean, we're walking around and he's just walking around like a normal dude and like got to talk to him, so that was pretty cool. And that was a disappointing performance for him and that team because they've been so good at Martinsville and they just laid an egg like for for anything else. They just they did well, not it certainly didn't help when they got run over by the three car. I mean, they were terrible point. before that, though. And well, they were they were holding up the three, and that's why the three ran them over. So yeah, and they had one coming for sure. But yeah, oh yeah, the three has one coming after the last two weeks. How he's raced to twelve. I mean, I know I don't think either time it was intentional, but still, I mean, you can only screw a guy over so many times. Yeah, like Blaney, Austin Blaney Dillon definitely ruined to get him back next year. Austin Dillon ruined Ryan Blaney's season. I don't think it's unfair to say that. No doubt about yeah. it. But, um, yeah, yeah, anything else? Or we, we can move on to our, uh, I guess, championship preview and make some picks there. Yeah, let's do it. Well, I mean, we, we'll start with the, the truck guys, obviously, but Matt Crafton was able to rate, get the last spot on points. Or was it Neiman Check, whoever it was, and Zane Smith won the race. So we have a championship four of Zane Smith, Ben Rhodes, Matt Kraft, and John Hunter Neiman Check. John yeah. Hunter has to be the favorite. He's been oh, the car sure. to beat all, all year. Matt Crafton, a three time champion. I'll ask this question real quick. If Matt Crafton wins his fourth championship, is he a NASCAR Hall of Famer, four time truck series champion? For sure. Honestly, I think he might be a, a Hall of Famer either way, like a long t- a long way down the road. But, I mean, if he wins four, for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, we saw Hornaday get in for, you know, his truck series career. So, I know, it's, you know, people don't think about Xfinity and truck as much. But, I mean, I don't know how you can be a three- or four-time series champion and not be a Hall of Famer at this point. So, Yeah, I can see it. I mean – Four champ, four championships is pretty stout in the truck series, and he's already won one with no wins. So 
this will be his second championship with no wins this year because he hasn't won a race this year, has he? Unless he wins Friday night. Yeah. But yeah, we got, what, trucks Friday night at 8 o'clock. Uh, yep, Friday night, 8 o'clock. Then Saturday night at 8.30, dang, night race for the experience. Damn, that's late as shit. Yeah, it well, is. Well, I mean, it is, in the, it is on the West Coast. So yeah, you but it's a, I'm just surprised it's a night race. That was yeah. like that race was at like four last year. The yeah, it was. Championship. It was pretty early last year. Uh, and then Sunday at three o'clock, it looks like championship. And F one also interferes with the Cup race again this weekend, so that's great. Sweet. Also, don't forget to set your clocks back and daylight savings this weekend. I'm going to need that extra hour of sleep this week. I'm looking forward to it, yeah, especially yeah, the start of this week. I have a band competition, and we're supposed to get back at one. And some kid was like, so are we getting back at the first one or the second one? He's oh, like, my God. He's like, well, I honestly don't know. Um, <laughs> tell your parents to be here at one. <laughs> I if they're here for an hour, they'll be okay. Where's the competition at this weekend? Uh, Kikatan in Virginia Beach. Dang, I was wondering where it sounded like a long trip to think We'll be back till one o'clock. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so three races this championship weekend. Um, by the way, some silly season news dropped today. I don't know if you saw Mike Snyder driving for Jordan yeah. Anderson full time next year. Yeah, Honestly, I think I think that'll be a good pairing. It sounds I, like that car is going to have RCR backing too, so they oh, should yeah. be a, a playoff contender. Yeah, I believe they're an RCR affiliate. Um, and speaking of RCR, you have Austin Hill uh, joining their ranks with Sheldon Creed next year. I saw uh, something that said that Parker Kligerman was supposed to get Austin Hill's ride. Until... Yeah, that was that was the word on the street like a few weeks ago, and something must Which have fell through. There. I thought was kind of insane. What? That's disappointing. That Parker, Parker is a hell of a race car driver. Well, I know he's a hell of a race car driver. I thought he was. I thought he was broke. Like, oh, I thought, I thought so too. That's why I was curious well, if he had a sponsor. Well, he got some backing with. I know he has the eye racing stuff, so he has some partners there. And then the hoodie, the, the fast thing. With whoever. Speaking of, I, hell, I saw. I have, I have three of those. Those are fast. Comfortable. Yeah, those are comfortable, man. They, they have. How did you get three of them? Um, three different weekends and three different emails, ah. all for a dollar. Did they run it more than once? Well, they've they, they've run it they've run it two times, and the first time we got two of them, and then the second time we got one. Okay, yeah, mine should be here yeah. Saturday. But either way, maybe either way, I saw people at Martinsville with those hoodies, and I was like, "Huh, that's awesome!" Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a sponsorship. I mean, that, that had to work pretty well. I mean. Yeah, I mean, you know, it doesn't honestly, cost though, who money. doesn't want a one dollar hoodie? Maybe they, maybe they should have made them plan. two. Maybe they should have made them two dollars instead, and he'd be driving for RCR next year. <laughs> and maybe I don't know what happened there. Sucks. Honestly, um, even if they made them five dollars, I think people still would have bought them. You, but you said they're comfortable. Yeah, they're super comfortable. Is it like the? Uh, oh, it's like our hoodies. That's what it's I like, thought. That's exactly yeah. what I thought when I saw them this thing. I was like, oh, I can't wait for that thing to show up. So, yeah, I mean, that's a great sponsored marketing plan by that company, Fast Shipping or whatever it was. 
Um, I, I enjoyed that. But, yeah, it sucks Parker couldn't land that ride. Um, hopefully maybe something pops up for the truck series. I know he runs the 75 over there a good bit. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's his own team, though. No, I, think I don't think it is. Yeah, it's uh, not. Um, somebody else owns the team. Oh, okay. The, the thought, team runs out of Virginia, I'm pretty sure. They I think might. they're in, like, southwest Virginia. <clears throat> they might. Not but there's sure some good there's some good drivers. It's pretty crazy, you know, the amount, you know, between Ryan Newman, Matt DiBenedetto, Ryan Priest, like some legit drivers who are just yeah. have nothing next year. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough problem to have, but it's the way it goes. Especially Ryan Priest. That one's surprising. I thought he went and won that truck race, and I thought Ryan Priest had some momentum behind him. It seems like nothing ever came together, and, Obviously, Matt DiBenedetto. No, well, great. Ryan Priest is going truck racing next year. Is he? Is he? Yeah, he's going full-time trucking next year. For who? Oh. Um, I want to say DGR. Mm. Mm. I didn't know that. He's definitely going truck racing next year. Oh, okay. I believe. I'm pretty sure I saw that. Unless I dreamed it. Yeah, like I guess if he has that, but Matt DiBenedetto, Matt DiBenedetto and Ryan Newman could potentially be their final Cup Series races this Sunday because they both sound like they have nothing for next year. So Ryan Newman, borderline Hall of Famer, maybe he gets in, but definitely uh, Newman. Yeah, say Newman. I I feel like it's, it'd be so hard to not say Newman's a Hall of Famer. You know, like with all, you know, he he may. I don't think he has a championship, does he? No. No. But, I mean, like, with ha- even on the engineering side of things, how much he's done, the Newman bar, that probably saved his life 20 years later without him even knowing it. You know, I'd, I feel like it'd be hard to say that he's uh, not I one, think Na- not NASCAR definitely needs to hire Ryan Newman and get him working in the engineering department. Yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. Ryan Newman, there's definitely a place for him in this sport somewhere, whether it's like competition side um, or, or or safety features. Uh, I know he's definitely been big into the safety features, especially after after the incidents he's had. Yeah. So can't 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 get rid of Newman. We need to we need to keep him around the sport. I think a driver with an engineering degree is a is a huge asset to NASCAR. And and Matty D, it's like I know people say he, he's had a chance, but you know they switched crew chiefs in the twenty one car, and he's run great ever since they switched crew chiefs. So, you know, I just I'd like to see him get some Xfinity starts at Gibbs again or something because I I still I'm still a believer in in Matty D. I just I don't think that the twenty one cars. I mean Ford in general has been down on speed this year, and I don't think that twenty one cars and Exactly. I mean, people talk about that 21 car like they're a Hendrick car, and he should have won five races this year. Like, I mean, Joey Logano won a dirt race at Penske. Brad won Talladega. Blaney won a few races. But, like, the Fords in general have been down this year, and Penske, I mean, big Penske's been. Three of of the eight finalists, the elite eight, whatever you want to call it, were Penske cars. And you can't tell me that the Wood Brothers 21 is not a Force Penske car. It's not. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm curious to how much technical alliance they have because they they do run like shit compared to the rest. Of I them. mean, can you say the same thing about Bubba Wallace? Well, that's a like, first year team. I'm, but then look back at the '95 and Christopher Bell last year. He finished 25th in points or whatever he finished. Like, yeah, I mean, as I said, it's just it's been a tough couple of years for Matty D. And I've said it on here that he gets this great opportunity at a time. I mean, he made the playoffs last year, though. I, I, I'm not saying he didn't. I mean, I'm, I'm making the case for him right now. I'm saying that he's, he's damn, he's, he got this decent cup ride, and at a time when we get no practice, and I know that's hurt Kyle Busch, and it sure has helped hurt other drivers, but they can't yeah. dial the car in and week in and week out and get the field that they're looking for. Um, so it's just, it's an interesting dynamic. We'll have to see if he can make his way back up to the Cup Series. Yeah, or somebody will take a chance on him sometime. Yeah, I mean he's just. He's too talented. He's too nice of a guy. He's, you know, just hope he gets. Hope this this isn't it for him. You just hope that Daniel Hemmer doesn't become like this and still searching for that first NASCAR win. <sighs> yeah. Damn. I mean, I'm, it's true. I mean, yeah. He had it's a chance crazy. to win a damn Xfinity race in the 54 car a couple years back and. Overdrove the last to earn it, Road America. Well, he's racing for second then. Well, either way, overdrove it. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. I said, I, I'm sure he'll get a ride somewhere doing something if he wants it. I mean, I mean, hell, he probably would have won Bristol. I mean, we talked about Ryan Newman. He would have won Bristol if Ryan Newman didn't hit him. <laughs> yeah, five. Probably could have. Um, but, yeah, we'll just have to see how it plays out. I know there's been talks maybe – Rick Ware maybe picking up these guys, but we'll see. Um, and there's also been oh, talks. Geez. That, well, there's also been talks that Rick Ware is going to be aligned with Stuart Haas. So let's see how it all plays out. I mean, maybe. I think everyone's heard different things about uh, Rick Ware, though. Um, well, yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on with that team and that family right now. Are they yeah. in danger of, like, I know, like, the 51 had to get ahead of the 15 in points to not lose that charter. Do you know? Well, so I saw a thing on that um, today sometime, and it's not a – I don't think it's a mandatory, like, removal of the charter. It's if NASCAR doesn't think that they're trying or something like that. Like, I don't think it automatically takes away the charter from them. I think it's like a, a NASCAR council thing. Where they decide if the count if the charter should be removed or not. Yeah, but honestly, I think that it. I think one of their charters is getting sold to what is it, twenty three XI, because they because their f- talks with front row fell apart allegedly. Yeah, it might. And I mean, I could see some of these teams running open next year, and I mean, that's not a bad thing. I think if you can make it through the first couple of races, you'll be fine, and, and some of these teams will have speed. But in general, the purse is less if you don't have a charter. That's the issue there. Well, yeah, but it is what it is. I mean, if you can't get a charter, you can't get a charter. Do you still want to race or not? Yeah. But we can talk about the championship. We didn't really touch on the cup championship yet, but we know the four guys that are there, Tendrick versus Gibbs. You said you think Gibbs is the underdog. I think the opposite. I mean, I don't I – don't, I don't really – I don't want to say Hendricks the other dog. I don't think there is an underdog in this race. I think – In my mind. I think Hendrick is the favorite, but I think saying Joe Gibbs is the underdog is not 
really right. I think nobody's going to know who's going to win the championship until they show up and the they race the whole race and the checkered flag comes out. I don't think anybody's going to know until then. Like These four guys are so even. To me, there's no favorite and there's no underdog. Like These four, you can make the case for any of these four guys. There's no... You're not stretching it for any of these four. No, I mean, it's what I same, will say, same as, same as Kyle, last week, and, and you pull one of the names out of a hat, and I can make the case for that guy to win a championship. Yeah, I, I really think that. I think the two the two upsets are Truex and Elliott, because you know, even looking at like the season long points, Hamlin and Larson, I think even under the Winston Cup points are, like, still within a race of each other. I know they were, like, five points apart going into Martinsville or something. So, I mean, I think... I think if you look at st- look at it statistics-wise, if anyone other than Larson wins the championship, it's, like... It's blasphemy. But also, it's the playoff format, so you don't know. Maybe they don't... Maybe they have a bad race. Maybe it's caught up in a wreck. You don't know what's going to happen, you know? Yeah, no doubt. But yeah, I think I hope it comes down to one of those two. Those two are probably the most de- deserving to win it this year. They've been the best drivers week in and week out. Um, but I will say it would be kind of satisfying if Denny got like second in the championship. Just you know, just just you know. So I don't think if Denny doesn't win this year, I don't know if he'll ever win. No, he might have to hire another sports psychologist after this year. Yeah. If he didn't win it this year. But these these are one through four, like, the top four teams all year. I think. Yeah, it's the four, four, drivers. four drivers that have led the most laps throughout the year. So, it's – There you go. The format has got it right this year. Uh, and like you said, there's no clear underdog, but I just feel like if, if you're looking at it momentum-wise uh, – and, and it's kind of tough to say because you look at it, the 750 packages that, that, that gives cars that have probably been better than the Hendrick cars. You would go back to Richmond. Uh, Truex won that. That's a lot like Phoenix. Race is a lot like Phoenix. Um, I mean, go back to Phoenix. Yeah, go back to Phoenix. Most recent winner there, MTJ, right? Yeah. So, yeah, he's certainly – they've been able to set up this year. I know Kyle Larson, they finished, I think, top five in the spring, and they're bringing back the same exact car. They've had it sitting on the shelf for – what, seven months, eight months now? Literally just massaging on it, getting it right. Yeah, because they had a good car and got a couple speeding penalties. Yeah, so, I mean, think yeah. about eliminating those, and, and that was when Kyle Larson was still learning this car, if you know what I'm, know what I'm getting at there. Deep, yeah. Deep joke for you. <laughs> and Alan, Alan Gustafson said on the radio today they're building – they built a brand-new car for Chase. It's actually the last uh, – Gen 6 car that they'll ever build at Hendrick Motorsports, and that's the car that Chase is taking this weekend. Interesting. So that will have all the new technology, all the bells and whistles, uh, probably real cheated up. So oh, yeah. I, I, I'd almost bet the Chase Elliott starts in the rear this week. <laughs> I bet all four. I mean, you can say that with all four of these guys. These are especially Chase and uh, – <clears throat> I mean, we saw it with Denny last week. Yeah. And, I mean – Obviously, Cole isn't, but you remember when Cole was on the 19 car or on the 19 and on the 78. I mean, they started at the rear every week. Yeah. It doesn't so. matter. We can pass them. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's going to be a barn burger Sunday, Sunday at three o'clock. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. 
Well, you ready to make some picks? Yeah, let's do it. Well, we start off with the Truck Series race Friday night. Uh, you can pick a race winner, champion. If you think one person encompasses both, then uh, make yeah, that I want to double down. I think John Hunter Nemechek wins it all, wins the race. I'm going to have to follow right behind him on that one. I think Nemechek takes the win and the championship. So, um, good picks there. Uh, yeah, I'll go the same, double down. I think he has some momentum. I think Zane Smith, he was my champion before the year. I'll stick with that pick now. Zane Smith wins the race and the championship. Oh, I thought you were saying John Hunter did, but I got you. You, you see you're double down on Zach or Zane Smith. I got it. I got you. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, then we move on to what, Saturday night? Uh, Zach, who are you taking Saturday night? I think Hemrick wins the championship. But not the race. And I don't know who's going to win the race. Maybe, <laughs> maybe like, uh, Allgaier? Yeah, Allgaier win. Sure. I like it. He's good there. Um, well, I'll just sit. My heart says Daniel Hemrick. I want Daniel Hemrick to win it. I will be a drunk SOB on Saturday night if <laughs> Daniel Hemrick wins it. But, uh, Man, I, I like I hate to say it, but you know I'm gonna be objective here. I think Noah Gregson wins it. Noah Gregson wins. I think uh, John Hunter Nemechek wins the race in the 54. Noah Gregson wins the championship. I I I hell like I I hope I'm wrong to all extents in the world. But with that being said, I I'll go with Noah Gregson begrudgingly. He has all the momentum. He won Martinsville. He's been on a tear these whole playoffs. They're hot like. Uh, I hate it, but yeah, that's my pick. I am going to double down on that there, Travis. I'm going to go no Gregson to win the race and the championship. Uh, he's good at – we talked about he's good at Mar- uh, Martinsville. He won, and, and he's also won at uh, Richmond, which we said earlier, runs a, races a lot like Phoenix. So, no Gregson is your winner and your champion. I'm going to backpedal a little bit because I didn't realize Nemechek was in the 54, but I'm going to say Nemechek wins the race and Hemrick wins the championship with a runner-up finish, specifically. Yeah, that, that is actually very plausible. That is the most likely scenario, I think, we see that. Um, but, um, yeah, Sunday, 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 the big race, grand finale of the year. What you boys got? Oof. <laughs> Well, I, I got mine. I'll, I'll go first because, I mean, I've had the same pick for, for months, and it hasn't played out exactly like I thought. But, I mean, I'm going to ride it, and he'll also help me get a race day pick'em's championship, being I'm the only person who picked him to win the championship, and that's 25 bonus points. So, with all that being said, he's been the best car on these tracks all year. And I think Martin Truex Jr. wins his second career championship. He's flown under it, – it's gone – basically, it, my prediction the whole time was he wins the last two. He didn't win Martinsville, but it's still gone exactly how I thought, where he seems like the fourth guy. He seems like the guy nobody's talking about. It's been a quiet few months for him, but he's going to sneak up, and people are going to be like, damn, we forgot about Martin Truex. Martin Truex, two-time champion. There you go. Um all right, I am going. My heart says Chase Elliott. By the way, sorry to cut you. My heart says Chase <laughs> Elliott. I hope Chase gets it done. 
All right, well, then if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go kind of two as well because I say my heart says Denny Hamlin um, because I want to see Kyle Busch with the only driver with two championships. Like I said, because he said with Kyle Larson wins as well. Yeah, I was about to say. But, no, I think Denny's fired up. I think he's going to be on a mission this weekend. Um, I think this is maybe one of his best chances to win a championship. But – if I'm if I'm putting money on it, I'm betting on the five car. It's just been the year of Kyle Larson, whether it's dirt, whether it's dirt late model, whether it's a sprint car, midget, tricycle, you name it. Kyle Larson buy straight away. I got one Larson, one Truex. You know, I really want to say Larson's gonna win it, but I, I think Truex is gonna steal it. I think. He's not going to be the dominant car, but he's just – he's going to do something, you know. I think he's probably the oldest guy in the championship four. Unless Him or Denny. Yeah, I, I think Denny's probably younger, though, because, yeah, Denny's probably younger. But I think Truex is just going to, you know, run top five all day, let Larson and Chase run up front, and he's going to steal it on a, on a late race restart. Hell yeah. Man, I'll – I, so we both say Truex. I honestly, I almost changed as much as I've been riding Truex. I almost changed my pick to Chase because the way he dominated this race last year, like it's hard to bet against that nine team and how good they are. And, you know, they're going to be bringing their best piece and here and they're bringing a brand new car, the last Gen 6 chassis that Hendrick Motorsports is producing. It's 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 going to be hard. I I almost changed my pick to Chase, but I've been riding the you know saying Truex for months, so I'm not going to go back on that now. But I mean, I'm rooting for Chase. Chase is my second favorite driver, so I hope he gets it done. I hope the Sirens blaring in Dawsonville on Sunday night, but um, he's going to be tough. But yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll stick with Truex. But I mean, like it. This is one of the most even championship fours since probably 20. I think the last year I w- we went into the race thinking any of the four could win was 2018. Yeah. Was that the and, Truex, Harvick, Kyle Busch year? And Logano. And Logano? Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably – I think this is the most even since then. Like, I think last year we would have – probably been surprised to see either of the Penske cars win last year when they both got in the year before that Harvick had kind of a terrible year managed to get his way through but and then so yeah but no this is very even and you can make a very strong case for any of these four so yeah that's I mean that's the thing about it is like I don't remember the last time any series any championship that like I could think going to the last race, like, I feel like I could definitely even make a case for Denny as much as, you know, like, he's had a consistent season, but, like, I mean, was he won two races this year? And those yeah. were, those have both been in the playoffs? Like, yeah, Darlington and Kansas. Las yeah, Vegas. And then, Las Vegas, yep, my bad. And, I mean, like, Larson's on a tear, nine wins now or eight wins? Like nine just, wins. Nine wins, like, you know, rounded off with ten. Probably, the if he wins the championship, probably the best statistical season. Probably, I, I think, like, laps led-wise, it is better than Gordon's, what was it, 90, 
Which whichever one was insane, like he led like ninety seven. Ninety seven, yeah. I mean, I think it it's I think it's statistically a better season than that. I think Chase has the momentum coming from last year's championship at Phoenix, and I think Truex is just always he won here in the spring. So I mean, like it it's so hard to tell who really is just gonna who's gonna win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's there's honestly no way. I mean, you can say that for any of these four. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I said pick a name out of hat, and I'll make the case for any any of those drivers. I'm staring at Chase's race win Phoenix diecast from last year right now, <laughs> hoping I'll put another one beside it. All right, boys. Well, we've been at this thing for what, like an hour and forty five minutes now. So almost like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess we we. This recording is when me and Travis jumped in here, so it was like, I don't know, five or six minutes before Zach got in. But, yeah, it's been a, quite the discussion. It's been fun, boys. Um, yeah. Glad I'll to say, have you on, Zach. Go ahead, Travis. I was going to say, Derek, real quick, we can just hit. I, I don't I don't think either of us want to record anymore. So, world finals this weekend. Brad Sweet just needs to run qualifying to – clinch the championship tomorrow night yeah so. not even qualifying just uh time trials like you said i'm ready to jump off here i'm getting ready to get to bed yeah that's what that's why we, I can, either we, run, could... we can either run something tomorrow or we'll just run something quick here tonight just give y'all the rundown we got what three nights in charlotte thursday yeah i mean i was Friday, just gonna say Saturday. do the rundown now and we'll recap all charlotte weekend and the two races last week next week and we can just do a little rundown right here but all right yeah i mean we can send zach out of here because I know he's got to get get up for school in the morning. So, yep. Zach, it's a pleasure having you on, bud. Um, yep, it was fun. a pleasure pleasure coming. Thank you for uh, inviting me. You know, you kind of always said back that. Any- yeah, I made yeah. the bet that if we ever run Rookie of the Year that we get you on. So, here it is. And, and now that you're on, we'll yep. have, to have, to have you back on and talk some racing. I know you, you oh, like yeah. all forms of motorsports like me and Travis. So, uh Anything with, with four and... wheels, a motor, and a steering wheel, right up my alley. Yeah. Or even two wheels. It doesn't have to have four. <laughs> we, we, we just need some rows one through ten, uh, you know, stickers or something on the car next year. Yeah. And I mean, got to work on getting those out. I wanna yeah, if, you, if, you, if you make them, I mean. Off-season off work here, as soon as the off-season, we are full T-shirt mode and sticker mode. Uh, we've been saying that for so long. It's almost like a meme at this point. I mean, dude, it's been we've been so damn busy, man. I mean, shit, we went to three races in a row, or at least I did. Then I went to the beach. Then at mini cup every weekend. So we're gonna pump it out in the off season. But yeah, we'll let Zach get out of here. Yeah. Uh, so appreciate it, bud. We'll catch you. Yep. See y'all. See ya. Take it easy, man. Bye. Well, World Finals coming up. Yeah, this all all dirt roads lead to Charlotte, man. We got a huge weekend at the the dirt track in Charlotte. There, um, tomorrow night we got a race. Friday night we got a race, and Saturday we got a race. So, should be a hell of a show. And, and like we said, that Brad Sweet just has to run time trials tomorrow. Which, if you're listening to this, it'd be Thursday. He has to run the first time trials, and he will clinch the uh, championship. So. Not much to talk about on that front, but yeah, it should be all exciting weekend of racing. I think everybody's just kind of going all out. Uh, I saw some cool cars this weekend. I can't remember who it was. They were driving a Parker Price Miller kind of tribute car. 
Jeez, um, we didn't talk about that last week, by the way. But yeah, I'm just prayers and good thoughts to him, man. Yeah, so, no doubt. Thoughts, thoughts and prayers to Parker Price Miller. Um, I know we haven't seen him in the sprint car in a few months, um, but he did race last night. Oh, he, he did. Yeah, uh, South Carolina. Brent Marks won the race, and he finished Cherokee. second to Brent Marks. Cherokee yep. Speedway. Yeah, the yep. prelude, prelude to uh, the finals or something like that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he finished second to Brent Marks there. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. Three nights of racing, and hopefully with uh, no mini cup, at least be able to watch on uh, Friday night, Thursday and Friday. So yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I mean it's been. I feel like our our, you know, we'll we'll kind of do our season recap next year next week. But I feel like our dirt watching habits and and recaps kind of tailed off as the year went on. So I hope next year we can both kind of get a better grip on that for ourselves. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, hell, this has been our first full season of doing it, and it's certainly been a grind. Uh, shoot, the Texas week, man, never forget that episode. But yeah, no, it's definitely been a grind. We'll try to keep up on it more next year. Um, but, yeah, I feel like we've tried to do our best with it, and it is what it is, you know? Yeah, it's just, like, I've definitely, it, I think we've, you know. we've definitely bit off more than we can chew with two people, if that makes sense. Every week we roll up here like, oh, I didn't really see the race, but <laughs> yeah. watch the highlights. Like, it is what sorry. it is, right? Yeah, I hope we can rain, kind of rein that in. But yeah, not. It's been an awesome season for the Outlaws. The schedule came out for next year, and these sons of bitches don't decided not to come to Georgia and Talladega. So I guess that fantasy is never going to become a reality, and we're never going to see the often imitated, never duplicated greatest show on dirt roll around the Talladega short track, and that breaks my heart. Yeah, I was uh, definitely looking forward to that when the schedule came out, looking to see if they uh, were able to get a race there next year, but they weren't. So Million dollar purse, by the way, next year for the championship. Yeah, that's pretty wild. So definitely love to see it. Love to see sprint cars coming back bigger than ever than uh, after the pandemic. It seems like the pandemic has only helped motorsports, it seems like. Um, so – yeah, can't say enough about it. Uh, I think the product that the World Outlaws put on is 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 great. So, yeah, I'm excited for this weekend. They're having a big kickoff party there right now at the drag strip as we speak. So, but yeah, I know. we got to make it down there for that. Damn, like it definitely. I mean, I'm going to see an amazing concert on Friday, but definitely, uh. Every year, it's like I'm gonna get down there this year, and it just or up there in my case, down there for you. But we're gonna make it happen one of these years. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I I know a few people down there this weekend, so hopefully the racing is a little bit better than last year. I know they put some fresh clay and had to rework that clay after the finals last year. So hopefully we see some better racing. Um, and yeah, we'll just see how it plays out. Well, you got three picks in you. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Thursday night, Give Brad me, Sweet. You're taking Brad Sweet? Wins on his championship night. I will take Logan Shuhart. All right. Friday night, Donnie Shots. Sheldon Hottenshield. 
All right, that'll be his first win at Charlotte. And then Saturday night, final race of the season, you know, might be the last chance this year. So I'm going to go with Casey Kane closes out the season with his first career World of Outlaws win. There you go. I will take uh, da, 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 da. Carson Macedo. All right, there it is. Final three Outlaws picks of the year. Final three NASCAR picks of the year, man. So no more picks until February. Yeah, at least not for the two series we cover weekly. Um, we'll have some season recaps and, and recaps next week. Um, but, yeah, we're winding down to it. We'll maybe have a couple off weeks, and then things will pick back up with the Snowball Derby. So we'll have some, we'll have some off-season stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to be down there for that this year, so I don't know. Maybe we'll just kind of, like, recap that race and check in. And then yeah, we'll, maybe, maybe we'll come up with some fun segments or something that we'll do. I don't know. We'll make some episodes, some content throughout the offseason. But probably will not be weekly like it has been. Uh, we can have the great debates. Should Kyle Bush have wrecked Kevin Harvick? Bristol 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we could definitely go on about some debates but we could have race day stories oh that might be a segment right there <laughs> that might be a segment but we're gonna have to like i don't know we'll have to we'll have to do something with that we'll keep that one in mind but all right man it's been two hours just a hell of an episode so it's 10 o'clock i'm out of here brother yeah, same here. I'll holler at you. Have a great night. I'm we'll still, enjoy the still recovering this from Martinsville. I said it. I know you are. It's getting home that late on a Sunday and making it work. It's kicked my ass all week. So yeah, I think my yeah my body's still definitely messed up from that. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward today. to this weekend, just chilling around the house and kind of recovering. Shit, and I got the guard this weekend, so have fun. Yeah, appreciate. <laughs> all right, man. All right, I'll holler at you. See you, man.